Episode 4, Bitcoin White Paper, Part 1, Peer-to-Peer, recorded 8th of November 2019. This is Bitcoin Basics Podcast with your host Ferris, that's me, and Gordon from Coin Compass. We're Bitcoin advisors and educators supporting business and individual investors to safely buy, manage, and control their private keys, Bitcoins. Visit coincompass.com for more information. This podcast is strictly educational and is not intended to be financial or investment advice. Full disclaimer in the show notes and at the end of this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another podcast. So you're here with Ferris and Gordon. In today's podcast, we are going to go through the white paper. Now, we're not going to go through the whole white paper. We're just going to go through the abstract because if you understand the abstract, then it'll be easier to understand the whole white paper. And if you understand that, you'll get a good grasp of how Bitcoin and the blockchain work and how it was different to anything we'd witnessed before. So let's get started. So Gordon, I'll read out the first sentence here of the abstract. And the title of Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper is Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. We then read, a purely peer-to-peer version of electronic cash would allow online payments to be sent directly from one party to another without going through a financial institution. So I'm reading that and that makes sense to me. It's basically you're trying to send funds, money from one person to another without using a bank. But I want to go through the term peer-to-peer. From your perspective, the IT perspective, what is peer-to-peer? Hi, everyone. Peer-to-peer is a networking term and it means you don't have any central server. So when you're visiting a website, say, for example, facebook.com, the facebook.com actually goes to some server or what we call a web server somewhere. So that's a central location, whether that's in California, in America, or in the UK, Europe, or wherever that is. There may be several, but there is a central location. So you have your web browser, Firefox, Google Chrome, connecting to a server in whatever location. Peer-to-peer networking means that there isn't a server. So you have, for example, from your laptop running Firefox, you're connecting to another person with another laptop and Firefox and so on and so forth. So it actually removes the centralization, which is really the server. And it means that you're able to create these, what we call ad hoc or unstructured networks. So just on that, Gordon, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but my understanding is that there's a few supercomputers around the world that basically manage the internet. And by that, I mean, if I were to send you an email, I am in Albania and you are in Zimbabwe, that does not go directly from my computer to yours because there's no connections going directly from those two countries. It gets rerouted through these supercomputers. So I think one is in Berkeley, is it? And... Then it goes through all the other cables and bounces around through these different networks before it gets to you. Is that right? Is that my understanding of the computer as it is right now? It's not peer-to-peer, but it just goes, bounces around the world through these supercomputers that basically house the internet. Yeah, I wouldn't say supercomputers, but you have the model correct. And in computer science, we call this a client-server model. If you think of your laptop or any application running, that is what we call a client. So I mentioned... Uh, Firefox or say Google Chrome, we consider that a client. Facebook.com, Google.com, Twitter.com is a server. It's actually a piece of hardware somewhere. That's what we call a server. So in traditional computing, we have this client server model. 
So what you were explaining before, and probably email is the best example, is when you want to send an email, I want to send an email to you, my computer doesn't connect directly to your computer. It needs to go through some central service or a server. So if we're using Google, I send an email, it goes through Google services, and it then goes to you. So that is the traditional model. It's centralized, and it's something that we call a client-server model. In a peer-to-peer -peer model, we simply don't have the server. So we don't have clients like my laptop and your laptop connecting to, say, Google, a server. We have clients connecting to clients. So my laptop connects to your laptop, your laptop connects to someone else. So we have this network that's not centralized, it's decentralized. So I can see that that's the similar way that the banking institution operates today. So if you are in Australia and you have Australian dollars and I'm an American, I have US dollars, you want to send me some money. Well, that would go through what's called the SWIFT banking system, where in essence, you have to go into the bank, convert your Australian dollars into US dollars. The Australian bank then sends those funds through the SWIFT banking system. They have to get cleared and then into US dollars in my bank account. So that's definitely not peer-to-peer. -peer. There are several um, authorities along the way that have to clear those funds. So with peer-to-peer, -peer, um, is it... I imagine that it would be the same as me just sending Bitcoin directly to you. I'm bypassing all those authorities. I'm bypassing the SWIFT system. There is no bank involved. It's just directly from me to you. Is the technology behind peer-to-peer -peer Bitcoin the same thing where we're using an internet connection, but it is going directly from me to you. We're bypassing all those other um, authorities and connection points that you described with Google and email. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a great example of from the economic side of view, economics point of view. And a lot of people think that peer to peer, if you're, for example, just exchanging cash between two people, like if I give you cash for goods or services, well, that's peer to peer, it's person to person. But it's not because we're going through a government's currency, we're going through a bank, the cash has some sort of authority or institution behind that. So Similar to the email example, it would be a peer-to-peer -peer system would be my computer sending an email directly to your computer. Um, and one of the biggest applications that you may have heard of is BitTorrent file sharing. And that started as a peer-to-peer -peer way for people to share files, mostly illegal, videos, music, and whatnot. And there wasn't a centralized server. So when we're using the email analogy, I'm sending an email from a laptop through Google servers to your laptop. With file sharing, I'm simply sharing a file on my laptop that you or anyone else connected to the network can access. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time. Disclaimer. Any content provided by CoinCompass or the Bitcoin Basics podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not investment, legal, tax, or any other professional advice. A qualified professional should be consulted before making any financial decisions. CoinCompass or the Bitcoin Basics podcast will at times recommend certain products, services, and technologies, but these are opinions based upon our own or podcast guests' experience and not endorsements. We take no liability for out-of-date or inaccurate information, software bugs, manufacturing errors, technology misuse, or issues involving third parties.
Visit coincompass.com for more information and please contact us.